you Came up in the party with a so so flow Mind over matters gotta go with the flow Unrecognizable, my folks don't know So no, no chillin', you gon' feelin' UFO UFO style when I pro, when I pro Wanna know how, wanna hold blow, wanna low Two and four, let me go and I show you how hard we go, go, go Oh no, no, you know my flow Check my first song, oh, oh, oh No, you don't wanna go toe to toe Ring that bell, No hoes on set, just check, bro, no Get hurt, better, 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 flow That's what you get when you come to the show Flow, hip hop, rap, let that go, go You can't play, no, can't take, FFA Hey, Starks here. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Wherever you may be in the fantasy world, welcome to the Fantasy Unicorns podcast. We're dynasty-driven, but we give redraft flavor. Uh, we're joined by Paul's Podcast Network, and we're collaborating with fantasy pros with the rest of the season rankings. Uh, read our content on the fantasyunicorns.com. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and write a two- to three-word review for our podcast. Unicorn listeners, continue to spread the good word on us. Um, and I'm actually uh, running, I wouldn't say solo, but uh, Doc and Kevin won't be here this evening, but I'm not alone tonight. Um, I'm joined with DFS Unicorn Master Jesse and uh, a special guest here tonight uh, that's going to go over some unique DFS action, Adam from Thrive Fantasy. Uh, how you doing today, Adam? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. And uh, Jesse, how you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Weather's getting cold. That means uh, football season's winding down, and that means we're in the thick of the NBA season. So things are good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, man, it's going to be interesting uh, football season finishing off. And like to see, actually, before we jump into it, I mean, what is your guys' predictions as far as who's going to go to the Super Bowl this year uh, there, Adam? I got Rams Chiefs. Rams and Chiefs, awesome. What about you there, Jesse? I'm going to go with uh, the, the old man quarterbacks and go uh, – my predictions are Breeze and Brady. So Saints, <laughs> Saints uh, somehow the Patriots figure it out and beat the Chiefs at home. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think it's a little different this year. Um, I could definitely see that happening, but I think I'm going to actually go with uh, the Chiefs and the Rams this year. Just for some reason, I just think about how the Chiefs lost to the Patriots earlier in the regular season, and I think the Chiefs want to give it really – get back at him so uh, with that being said I'm ready to take people on for a ride so we're going to go over recent news and uh, the recent news here is uh, Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, there was broken news that came out here recently and it said he had a broken finger so there was players or even GMs per se that uh, reached out to me on you know Twitter and all the social media it's like hey hey Starks man do I go ahead and drop or um do I or do I drop him or do I need to pick up a player? What do I need to do from here? And I was like, well, just kind of wait. I mean, I know that there's some gyms that want to hit that panic button and grab onto certain players in the free agency that's available, but you got to kind of be careful um, in that. But I can understand that also that you want to be the first to grab someone. Um, so with that being said, you know the unfortunate situation that took hand is it was considered a sprain, a mild sprain, and uh, he's considered day to day. So. I typically don't know what to say as far as how long he'll be out. Obviously, stay on top of that and see what news comes out next. But if you did add Bobby Portis on your team, go ahead and fire him up because he's already got the shout-out that he's going to start uh, here tonight. Um, Jesse, do you have any thoughts on that at all, man? That's just going to say fire up Bobby Portis. He's, uh, uh, as far as DFS goes, he's a great value play tonight. So, um, you know, hopefully you got – you know, if you played tonight, obviously it's way past lock. So, can't really help you out now, but um, coming in at a pretty low price right now, uh, Portis is a nice value play, and he's going to get the start. So I can see anywhere from, you know, I would guess 
somewhere between 26 and 30 minutes, which Bobby can, he can put up, he can put up the statistics in a hurry. So that's all I've got. If you, if you've got him, hopefully you're firing them up every night until, uh, uh, Wendell Carter gets back. So. Yeah. Awesome. And I know, uh, Adam is the DFS. I know you deal with, uh, baseball, football, and basketball. Do you have any implications on, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. at all, or even Bobby Portis? Yeah, so what's really nice about Thrive is we only ask you about 20 players every night, so you don't have to research every player. And if one of the big names, like Wendell Carter's out, we just won't bother having them in the lineup. So you really won't see Bobby Portis uh, ever showing up in any of our contests. So not as big a news uh, on the Thrive uh, situation as it would uh, affect on your, on your traditional DFS. Awesome, awesome. So I'm going to jump into the next player on the recent news is uh, LeBron. Um, unfortunately, you're going to always be hearing about it could be something small about LeBron, whether he's going to take a rest day, it gets blown up, everything kind of gets blown up for LeBron. Um, but go ahead, someone say something. Guess not. So, essentially, what I was going to say is LeBron, uh, he's clear for practice for next week, and uh, you know, hopefully, he is going to start coming back here soon. Um, another report that came out for the recent news is Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he's going through non-contact uh, for as far as like, you know, working the practice and essentially like we're dynasty driven. So if you have him on your team, he's more of like a lottery ticket on your team. So just hold on to him and hope some type of time in the future that he can give you some type of value. But in the redraft league, he should not be on your team. You should not be wasting your time on him. Um, you know, with that being said, you know, Tyus Jones is the next player that is on the news here. And it looks like, you know, some unfortunate news came up on him and he is actually in a walking boot and he's considered day to day. I mean, they call it a, a sprain, you know, left ankle for several days. But to be honest with you, when you have a boot on, it doesn't seem like it's a day to day thing. So I can see him being out for a while. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on that, uh, Jesse, for Tyus Jones being out? I, I don't know if you saw it, but it looked ugly. Um, he came down on it, looked pretty high. Those higher ankle sprains. I, I'm not a doctor, so I, I shouldn't act like one, but those usually seem to tend to stick around a little longer. I've sprained my ankles multiple times when I was younger, so um, it seemed like the higher up it was, it's obviously the worse and longer it took to come back. Um, as a T-Wolves fan, kind of stinks. I've been, Tyus has kind of been bringing it a little bit off the bench for the Wolves, so um, it, they'll definitely miss that because I think they got next guy up will be uh, – it's Jared Bayless, but I, I can't. And as far as fantasy relevance, I just can't see Bayless uh, being able to really, really help anybody, any team out. But that's, I guess, that's just my opinion there. So, no, I mean that's that's essentially true. I mean, even in a dynasty format, to kind of think about Tyus Jones, if you have him, you just want to hope that maybe Derrick Rose gets moved or um, T gets moved. But essentially, it looks like um, a Koji, you know. He's actually getting some minutes there, and I, I like to see that. Uh, Tyus Jones is one of those players that gets you those assistant steals, but the, I guess the next player that comes up, I know you had mentioned Baylor, so I can get a few minutes, but another player that can probably get some more time is uh, kind of, it's going to be more of a spread around there on that team in general. Yep. So that could be uh, essential for Kogi, um, Teague, and Derrick Rose. So they're going to all get a bump, and obviously all, the, pretty much the whole team in Minnesota as well. Uh, so the next person that we want to talk about in the recent news is uh, Kyrie Irving. And uh, he finally manned up or he confessed that uh, LeBron, I wouldn't say LeBron is his dad, I'm not saying that, but 
the uh, what he took in is the understanding of how to be a leader that you're going to have to go through things as a leader. You can't just essentially just think everything is going to work in your way and you could do anything you want to win. You have to have a leadership type of role to utilize your whole team. Uh, there's no one man uh, champion unless you're Kobe, but you know, we know how that goes. <laughs> but essentially Kyrie needs a team to facilitate with him to be strong and utilize him with the whole team in Boston. Boston obviously has been, it's kind of it's kind of strange that they've been kind of up and down, but they've always they're still good. I'm not saying they're bad, but it seems like they're not as good as what we particularly had them in the beginning of the year. They're looking good now, but in the dynasty input or output, if you have him, you want to hold on to him. I know there's going to be sometimes an injury scare with him at any time, but he's a player that can still he still has more of a ceiling per se. Yeah. So don't yeah. think you know him being in Boston alone it could harm him because I mean essentially it could because there's a lot of good players that needs the value there but just keep in mind he might go to a different team next year so just stay on watching that and if you're able to buy low on him I would he's just a good player in general do you have any thoughts on that at all Jesse I love Kyrie so I just watching him that game last night against Toronto was just it was just fun to watch him take over in the fourth quarter and I mean I think he he either scored or assisted on his 10 or 12 straight there um, towards the end. It's He's just a fun player to watch. So uh, if you own him in a fantasy, I don't own him anywhere. I wish I did. So um, it's hold him. He's he's a stud. Uh, and then just yeah. enjoy the fact that you have a, a point guard like him. He's getting better about facilitating the ball and, and getting become less of a scorer. I mean, he still scores, but um, that might not be as one-dimensional anymore. He, he's starting to really um, – you know, find those open shooters and things like that too. So I think he's just going to keep getting better. Yeah. And I mean, you touched up on a good point. He actually had a career high yesterday in 18 assists. So, yeah. you know, that just, you know, bones are, uh, you know, it's a good boon for him in fantasy. Hopefully that maybe eventually he's willing to facilitate it more and get a more assist because if he gets more assists and average more assists, that's definitely a player that I'd be looking into for the future, even in a redraft or dynasty league. So we, you know, recording while games are going on. And uh, the game that actually there was an early slate game with the New York game, and uh, it's one of our guys, the, the Unicorn Net. And uh, he had five steals with 16 points and other stats. But for him to have five steals is already amazing as it is. And, you know, if you had him and streamed him, you know, good job. We'll talk a little bit more about streamers later in the episode. And, um, you know, before we get to the next session, section, I do want to ask Adam there, you know, can you give us a little bit of, of your background, man? Yeah, 100%. So uh, graduated uh, from UMass this, in sport management. So I've been in this industry for, for quite some time now. Uh, founded Thrive Fantasy. And anyone who doesn't know what DFS or Thrive Fantasy is, it's uh, DFS for profit. So I was in sales prior to founding Thrive. I worked for the Yankees for three years and uh, left in 2016. And ever since, uh, I've been the CEO of this new DFS concept. So Pretty much been in sports my whole life post grad, and uh, yeah, people seem to really enjoy what we've created. Nice man, nice, nice. Um, and then actually, before we jump into section, um, second section, I meant to actually talk about Nikola Mirotic or uh, Nico, you can also call him that. He had a, a good game, comeback party per se, and I know he just came back from an injury and he had 29 points, five rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block six three-pointers and i don't know if you guys read the article you know to the listeners out there 
Uh, to he, me, he's, he's, a, he's really a really good player this this, this year. But um, I will also say on top of that that he's a sell high candidate. Not saying it for this year, but if you're in a dynasty league because we're dynasty driven, see who you can dial up on the phone, reach out to GMs, and see what you can get for him because he's a player. I'm not saying he's bad at all, and I'm, it, it, I I really believe you can get maybe a top twenty to thirty. 30-ish player back. That's the type of value he was putting up in the beginning of the season. Uh, but I don't think it's sustainable for the future for him. But he's more likely for me a top 50 player. But if you can squeeze a 20, a top 30, you go for it. No questions asked. So with that being said, we're going to jump into Section 2. Uh, the rest of the season uh, player that will improve down the stretch and Dynasty Outlook. So there was a, a listener that recommended this uh, – to be put up on the podcast and listeners i'm willing to listen to you know ideas that you guys want me to throw on the podcast this is a good one so the player that i believe is going to improve the stretch and he already has started to and his dynasty outlook is looking solid is uh donovan mitchell now i can admit that i i'm not gonna say i was wrong um but i i was accept that i didn't expect him to be on this type of sophomore slump coming into this year I expected him to be a, like a top thirty player. He's been hovering, he's been hovering about the sixty to seven range, and it's been unfortunate. But you know, now the last couple of games as he's been stringing along, just kind of what Doc has said earlier in the last episode that he was he's been like a top twenty player in the last three or four games. So that's something to take in mind. I'm not saying he's going to finish a top twenty player, but he's a player that is going to be good for you in the future in a dynasty outlook. If you were to ask me today, where do you think you would take him at? For me, I would still take him in the top twenty range. Uh, it just kind of depends on who falls there. And as you guys know, rest of season rankings can change in a dime of a hat. But keep in mind, we have our rest of season rankings on our site that we update uh, pretty much every other day, if not if if not every day. Um, so with that being said, you know that's my take on Donovan Mitchell. If you are able to buy low on him, I would. And if you want to sell him high. I wouldn't, but if you want to do that, you can. Uh, Jesse, did you have anybody that you wanted to touch up on for the rest of the season, man? Yeah, for I mean, I when I saw this in the, the notes, I was just like, who could I think of? And uh, I like to shoot from the hip and and kind of just wing things. But uh, um, the guy that came to mind for me, I uh, came back from injury last night. Um, Eric Gordon for the Rockets. Um, yeah, I know, I know we still got uh, CP3 down there, but you know he's banged up and now. Um, Clint Capella's off four to six weeks. So we've got, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of points and, um, you know, point guard duties, even, you know, now that, uh, Gordon comes back, he should take some of those when, when Harden's off the court, more than likely Gordon's going to be running the point guard duties there for the Rockets. So, and I don't know, I just think that he's, he's, I think he's shot like 30% from the three point line so far this season. Um, he's a career closer to 37 38 percent um you know i just feel like some of those are gonna those are gonna fall um i mean he's he's actually been i think i have him in our redraft league he's been pretty borderline terrible um right and then you know being hurt so i, I could definitely see a bounce back there I, I mean i could see that you know the opportunities and minutes are going to be there um once especially once he gets you know his knee is good to go and you know he's back from that easing him in i, I could see him getting you know mid to high 30 minutes a game over there. So that's nice. That's really good. That's really good. So that's awesome to know. And uh, 
Eric Gordon, that's funny. I'll just touch up a little bit about him. I'm just <laughs> Eric Gordon is just I just always think of him jacking up a lot of threes. He can get hot at the, the diamond of a hat. So, you know, that is that is a good player to kind of think about. Um, and then, you know, closing out for you, uh, Jess, because I know, you know, you got things that you got to take care of. Can you, uh, you know, recommend to the listeners that are lovers of DFS? Uh, is there a player that you recommend for tomorrow's slate by any chance? I would take a look at uh, Damian Lillard. Um, all year, all season long, um, you can attack the Pelicans with point guards. And they're, they play at such a high pace, um, you know, lots of shots, lots of lots of possessions get for both teams. Even more possessions means uh, more opportunity for point guards to get assists and obviously score. So um, I would look at uh, Dollar Dame to, to put up some big numbers tomorrow night against the Pelicans. Awesome. And before you even get off, Jesse, I just want to at least ask you two things. Number one, I know you've been a busy God, guy, man. I appreciate you just even coming on the podcast. It's been a while since you've been on. Yeah. Um, but number one question is to when can we, we give the listeners or the readers another article from you? Because you nail a lot, like most of the time, your percentage is high. I'm, uh, I, I figured, uh, you know, what I should do is since I'm coming on the podcast tonight, that maybe I should probably get get something back out tomorrow. Um, the, the things that are keeping me from doing my, my normal um, articles and write-ups are, are actually getting better. Um, life's getting a little better at home, a little easier. Um, new baby is getting, you know, a little older, uh, still doesn't sleep through the night. So uh, I still lose sleep, but um, things are starting to get a little more normal for me here. So I, I would, I'd like to say I'll try to get one out tomorrow and then maybe start doing like a two to three, to three times a week over the next uh, month or so. So that's, that's awesome. Obviously, no pressure at all. Whenever you come back, that's because yep. I know the people that's been, you know, been excited for you to come back on to do that. So it's very appreciated and humbling. So obviously, no rush, man. You know, don't push yourself. Oh. And then number two, before I let you go, man, where can the uh, the listeners and bloggers reach out on Twitter, man? Uh, you can get me at uh, at Mr. Jesse Jordan. And I, yeah, you mean follow me, message me, PM me. I don't care. I'm always willing to talk sports. Uh, pop culture, anything, anytime. I, I'll be your best friend, like I always say. Uh, <laughs> I just like to talk to people, so. All right, man. And la- Actually, I got one more question. I'm sorry. Do you have anything else that you want to get out before you got off, man? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, give um, Adam a little props over there for the, the Thrive um, DFS site. It's uh, it's definitely a little different approach. I, I tried it out this week. Uh, I'm struggling so far, but I think that's a learner's curve. Um, but it's not, it's not because it's uh, – ease of like the app was it was easy to get on easy to get signed up um it's got paypal um there's you know some some other uh you know free options there's low dollar entries things like that it's just nice to learn um it's definitely definitely a little bit uh a little different than what i'm used to but that's uh different isn't always a bad thing so um you know just you guys over there just keep keep pushing that out and i'll definitely try to uh you know, see if I can't get a few people to sign up and check it out and um, give you guys some advertisement for that. Cause it's, it's, it's definitely more fun when you have a, a little different approach uh, changes, never, you know, different, different options is not a bad thing to have. So mm-hmm. much appreciated, Jesse. Yeah, no problem, Adam. And sorry, I'm cutting out on you here. I gotta, gotta get the help, get the baby fed and the, the, the other kid uh, <laughs> ready for school tomorrow. So. All right. Amen. Amen. That's fine. Go ahead. Take a ride, man. Appreciate it, guys. (laughs) Have a great night. All right. You too, Jesse, man. Take care, brother.
All right. So we're going to jump into section three here. And uh, this is this is Adam's time, you know, Thrive Fantasy. And, uh, you know, before we get to this, as you know, I spoke to uh, I don't know who I spoke to earlier from your from your squad. Um, I'm not a gambler, per se, um, you know, just because my, my my belief and my, my faith. But I'm not going to obviously deteriorate people that play. If that's what everybody does. That's fine. Uh, just for me, I don't. But, you know, essentially, let me ask you this, though, Adam. Is there any free contest on your side at all? Uh, so we do dabble with free rolls um, on occasion. Uh, we okay. don't do it. We don't do it every day. Uh, right. We don't see that there's a ton of value um, with that. But listen, like with with some podcasts, we've done uh, exclusive uh, free rolls for like five or ten dollars, or we've done um, password protected like small entry fees just for the listeners, so they can battle each other. So. Yeah, uh, whatever pods are, are asking or requesting, we're, we're happy to make it happen. Awesome, awesome. Because that's one thing I will do if it's like, because I consider that like a free a freebie, but, sure, I, you know, just to kind of guess, I just think that's kind of fun to do. Um, but, you know, kind of diving into it, um, you know, how many guys are part of the Thrive Fantasy on your squad? Yeah, so we have, we have four total. Um, I have myself, we have two marketers and uh, one full-time engineer. So four uh, of us are, are doing this as their primary career. Uh, we do have some consultants. We actually have uh, a guy from FanDuel, a guy from DraftKings, and then ultimately uh, a guy from Draft Street. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with Draft Street. Wow. Yeah, that was back in the day stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, our, our squad is pretty strong, very experienced in this space. Yeah, that's that's legit, man. I mean, especially if you just had FanDuel and DraftKings, you know, that already hit my head. And real quick, but even before I get to the next question, because I mean, I'll say this to you know the listeners out there, your guys's interface and app is is legitimately clean, man. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, it, definitely, man. Like, it's not easy to make an app and make it look clean at the same time. I've seen if an app is made and people I've seen put time into it, and it's not for me to knock them, but unfortunately, it just doesn't look the best and i say this to <laughs> i say this to listeners a lot that um there's like fan tracks out there for instance like i don't knock that fan tracks is a good host to to utilize because it's dynasty driven but the interface is so bad for me it's just like it, it really irks me yeah and that's why that's why i like yahoo the the interface is clean espn is okay uh, but hopefully fan tracks comes with an app and at the same time hopefully cleans up their interface in general so yeah you guys definitely for for your squad to come up with that um that's very unique and it looks like i said it looks really clean yeah i appreciate that so you really only have one shot with, with first-time users right uh, the u- mm-hmm. user experience is everything uh if, if it doesn't look slick if it doesn't look new uh you, you don't have a great chance of succeeding so uh like i said i founded thrive in 2016 and it took about 16 months of tech to really launch this thing. So uh, we didn't cut any corners. We dotted every I, crossed every T when it came to uh, how, how the tech works. Awesome. So what gave you guys the idea to create the site now? Yeah, I sure. can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, you did say how long it took. But, yeah, what gave you guys the idea, man? Yeah, so I was an early adopter on FanDuel and DraftKings. Lo- loved DFS. Uh, I hated mm-hmm. that I lost all the time, but I loved competing. <laughs> so. Yeah, the biggest pain point is that 2% of users went over 90% of the money. So wanted to create something much easier for the casual fan. So if I'm only asking about prop bets, so LeBron James over under 25 points tonight or Tom Brady over under 300 passing yards, everybody has a thought. All right, awesome. So, you know, uh, Adam, you know, what do you wish you had known when you started out with uh, Thrive there? 
a, a lot to be honest but <laughs> really obviously the the big news is we we launched uh in april for opening day of baseball and then about a month and a half later uh pass button sports betting gets overturned so if i knew that in 2016 i, w- I would have catered and had a strategy uh moving forward for for sportsbook with with this prop betting uh application and opportunity but we think we put ourselves in a really good uh, position to take advantage of this uh, now prop bets even on sports center you'll hear about over unders five six seven times a segment or or over the course of the hour so we're the only site who's doing uh prop bets for its game concept and uh as I as I alluded to earlier, people seem to be like, this is really awesome. Uh, I'm glad that there's a, a new uh, app out there that focuses on prop bets because it's such a different experience. It's such a different sweat. Nice, nice, nice. And, um, you know, that's definitely that's definitely good, man, because I know typically whoever starts anything, man, it's, you know, just letting listeners know and, and just people that do DFS. They, it's not when you're behind the scenes, everything doesn't always look as easy as what it appears. So, you know, that's definitely, I appreciate you, you know, kind of taking us behind the curtain on that. Um, now, can you uh, give us a breakdown on how your website is operating? Is, you know, is there any promo codes for the newcomers? Sure. So we are on iOS, Android, and web. You can find us at www.thrivefantasy.com uh, on the play store, on the app store, just thrive fantasy. It's one word uh, in terms of promos. We actually match your first deposit up to $10 instantly. Uh, with no promo code needed. So very easy. Very, It's called uh, No Slow Drip, so you don't have to play $1,000 to get your $50 bonus, right? It comes instantly. And we're giving away over $10,000 a, a week uh, between N- NBA and NFL. And for Super Bowl, we're going to have a, a $10,000 guarantee, uh, a $50 entry. So over 2K to first. So obviously, we're not giving away a million or 100K like the big boys are. But hey, you're not going <laughs> up against 50,000 or 100,000 entries. So uh, obviously that makes it a lot easier to, to cash and ultimately succeed. No, that's absolutely right and true. And I'm glad you highlighted on that. You know, the numbers is a game, obviously, you know, versus the, you know, the bigger companies. I'm not saying that you guys, because you guys are growing too right now and I can see it. Um, but take the opportunity to the listeners now, take the opportunity, jump into Thrive Fantasy immediately now, because before it starts getting a lot bigger, you have a better chance of winning. It's all about odds and going against the grain on, people that you know try to win you know what i'm saying there's more of an opportunity to win the chances are higher and that's what i like the opportunity and, and raising the bar and raising the chances before it gets bigger um <clears throat> with that being said uh you know my last question is to you is there you know is there something you'd like to say that i didn't ask you there adam no honestly just please guys if you're if you're listening and you play dfs at all um if you're winning on on the bigger sites congratulations uh you are one of the very select few but if you're not and and you still have a fire to uh play every night and there it's kind of a no brainer to, to to try us out we're completely different we're we're new we're fun um and you're not going to lose your shirt playing with us so uh just give us <laughs> just give us a chance yeah absolutely and then uh before you know wrapping things up with you man i i re- obviously really appreciate you having on the show man and uh it's, it's an honor honestly because i mean <laughs> it's funny because you came in here business casual like you, you came here with a, a shirt and tie and i know you probably don't listen to a lot maybe all of our our podcasts but i know there's some people that just come in with the jeans and slick back hair and their shirt unbuttoned but like i could tell you're a professional man and i appreciate that no, man. <laughs> all, all love and, and i appreciate that too I, i'm not 
if you have the CEO of a company just uh, talking nonsense and BS, you, you might not feel like they're trustworthy. So I try to keep it uh, as clean cut as, as I can. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. So actually, where can they find you out there? Uh, Adam? Yeah, so we're on all social. We're definitely most engaged on uh, Twitter. It's at Thrive Fantasy, one word. Hit us up, DM us, tell us, tell us what you like, what you don't like. We're always changing concepts. We're always iterating on the product. So happy to listen to uh, our early adopters for sure. Awesome. So there you have it, guys. You know, Thrive Fantasy. Make sure that you guys uh, jump into that. You know, if DFS specialists out there, man, just like he was saying, there's few, there's few and far between that actually win. But, you know, if you are one of those ones that do that, you said take advantage of that, you know, even there. And then those are beginners. Jump into it, you know, now. Go ahead and do it now. I recommend it. So that way, if you want to win, there's the chance and opportunities knocking at the door. Um, Adam, it's like I said, it was humbling to have you here, and I appreciate you, man. Thank you Is very anything, much. Anything? Do you want to plug anything else, brother? All good. Okay. All right. Well, it's a pleasure having you, man. You have a good one. You man. too. Talk soon. All right. All right. It was good having Adam on the show here this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. Man, I forgot to ask him, hey, man, uh, he needs to be in one of my leagues. So that way, let's see what his uh, fantasy uh, savant or skill set would be. Um, but anyways, I'm going ahead to move forward. Looks like I get to hog the ball and go ISO usage rate the rest of the podcast. So appreciate the listeners still listening with us. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump into Unicorn Court. And uh, I'll just touch up a little bit on uh, the waiver wire uh, article written by Kevin uh, Dynasty and also redraft flavor for you guys. Take a look at that article. Um, it gives you the ideas of deeper players that's could be in your free agency. So go ahead and try to get them added uh, if necessary, depending on your team built. And then obviously the streaming uh, that Mike does is excellent. You know, there's a lot of uh, readers or bloggers per se that looks at that as well. So go ahead and check that out. And let me add this uh, into this to the unicorn court. Uh, the top five players, as far as you know, Yahoo consists of is players that's been under owned, like fifty percent under owned. And I know it's been in Mike's articles, but let me just go ahead and still feed you a couple of guys. So Terrence Ross, um, he's been putting up some solid games, and to be honest with you, he should be. I think he should, at this point you should have him if you're in a twelve man league, not ten, but a twelve man or deeper league. Should, you should go ahead and add him. He's been on fire here lately. You know, you asked me, well, how long is it going to last? I mean, to be honest, it shouldn't last that long. But he's a player that I like to have to see to kind of see what happens. Another player um, that is on here is Beasley uh, from the, the the Nuggets, and he's been putting some solid games up under the radar. And he sh- he probably is in your free agency, and if he's not, that's understandable too. Uh, the thing is, the reason why he's been, uh, you know, stringing these games along is because, uh, you know, this comes on the heels of Gary Harris being hurt. So, you know, Gaz is supposed to be available here, uh, actually immediately. So let's hopefully that, uh, Malik Beasley gets an opportunity. He's been playing so well that I believe at this point in time, Denver's going to try to find an opportunity to get him in. So if you're in a dynasty league, I would have to say you have to have him on your team and hopefully whether, you know, Gaz is there or not, see if he can string some good games coming off the bench behind Gaz. I mean, they're going to have to find some time around him. And again, I'm recording while games are going on to those that waste, I wouldn't say wasted, but utilize a a waiver um, 
add in your arsenal for Willie Hernan Gomez. He posted an 11 and 16 game. So, I mean, that's solid. You know, we expected that, you know, there in Charlotte. So moving forward here in the unicorn court, uh, three more players that I want to make mentions of is Kyle Korver has been on the most added list as well on Yahoo from what I have. And he's just a streamer for threes. There's nothing special. Now, I wanted to actually touch up on this guy from Cleveland. I mentioned this guy's name a couple episodes ago with Doc. It's Ante uh, Zizic. And he's a good, actually, if you have the opportunity to grab him for tomorrow, he's a streaming candidate, man. And uh, I like the opportunity that he has in a dynasty league. Obviously, you know, Cleveland, as I mentioned, always in a lot of episodes is a wasteland. So, you know, they're on that tank button. So you want to actually utilize him. Now, Kevin Love, that just kind of makes you think, is he ever going to come back? And to be honest, don't be surprised if he sits out the rest of the season. He may play a couple of games or he may play more games, but at least my gut is telling me, I, I think he's, if he plays, it's not going to be that much. And if not play at all. So Zizic has an opportunity to knock on the door to get some minutes. I mean, why not go ahead and just play players that needs the opportunity there in Cleveland and he's a he's a decent player. I mean, I like what I've I've seen from him. So if he's available in your uh, free agency, take a look. And uh, Tyreek Evans is surprisingly out there. Well, I wouldn't say surprising. He's been having a rough year. He had a, a couple of good games here recently. I know he had dropped a twenty point game here, but you know he's a player that just stay on watch on. If you can add him and see what happens, and hopefully he returns some type of value back, that's fine. But the main guy that I'm looking at here is Zizic and. I like to look at players that, number one, is opportunity. Number two, we haven't really seen before. Just seen some little, we've seen a little bit of flash from time to time. And then three, he's on a bad team. And a team that continues to lose doesn't bode well, but it bodes well for players like him, the opportunity. And then, like I said, I'm just drumming the, you know, the drums and beating the door down, talking about opportunity because he's the one. And uh, let me go ahead and uh, give a shout out to this uh, new listener here is uh, Corey Groove. And, uh, you know, he subscribed to the podcast, uh, reviewed and, you know, subscribed to the blog. Appreciate you there, brother. Um, you know, this this is good. I mean, more listeners and uh, more readers, like we always say to you, you know, spread the word, you know, reach out uh, to all the unicorns. You know, you can find me on my Twitter handle at Starks underscore industry. I'm the guy with the Iron Man avatar. Um, in the background and as well as you can find me on fantasy or excuse me on Instagram fantasy unicorns underscore Starks So keep in mind. There's a 30-man league going on to the new listeners uh, The 30 there's two 30-man leagues. So there's one buy-in 30-man league and then there's a free competitive league uh, 30-man dynasty league. So they're both dynasty leagues. It's gonna Pretty much be the draft is gonna start sometime right after the NBAC. So just keep keep on lookout. We haven't sent anybody emails yet, but just keep in mind that, you know, we're going to start getting things going here, you know, so we appreciate that. Now, one question that I want to at least mention, it was a, a listener question. What I'm going to start doing is at least adding that in because I know a lot of people like to talk about trades. And if anybody likes to talk about trades, it's, it's obviously me and then obviously the other unicorn. So this GM felt kind of regretful about trading the uh, Bradley Bill away, which is understandable, but to be honest, who he got for him, I was like, no, you're fine, man. Don't don't worry about it. He did this in both leagues. Uh, he traded Bradley Bill for Paul George. Now, I'm a Paul. I I I do like me some Paul George, but Bradley Bill obviously has been killing it this year, 
And there's been a lot of questions thrown out my way about Bradley Bill. Like, oh, should I do, you know, should I give Middleton? And who was the other guy? There was someone else. Was it? I think it was Middleton and Bledsoe for uh, Bill. And I said, well, it just kind of depends on which you're, how, how deep is your league? What categories? You know, I'm always going to ask you, what type of league is it? Is it a points league? Is it a roto league? Is, it's a lot of things. Is it a dynasty league? Is it a redraft league? There's a lot of implications on a trade. Make sure when you ask the unicorns and myself as well about trades, kind of give us the rundown of that, you know, because it, it is preference off a of team built and how deep your league is and for the future. And I believe from this listener that asked me that question, it was a redraft league. So with that being said, I'm fine with it, man. You don't have to worry about it. Paul George essentially is a top five, top 10 type player this year. And I said that in a few episodes ago, and I, I'm, you know, aggressive to say he could be a top five player this year, you know, and dynasty, that might be a little bit different. That, that would have been a better question. Um, but as far as redraft goes, it's it's fine. And then in general, for that two for one, um, I'm just going to say to you like this, man. I think you had said it was a 14-man league, I believe. That's hard to do. And the reason why I say it's hard to give up Middleton and Bledsoe for Bill, obviously Bill's the best player in this package. I always like getting the best player in the deal. I wouldn't say always. Let me take that back. It's, it can go 50-50. The reason why I ask is or tell you that I, I, I kind of hesitate to do that is because Bradley Bill, you have to be a little just a little concerned. I wouldn't be highly concerned. One thing that you have to highlight on about Bradley Bill for this year, the question is how bad or will are the, will they be good the rest of the season? You got to pay attention how the Wizards are operating. Obviously, Wall's out for the rest of the season. Is the Wizards going to win games the rest of the season? Because if they're at the bottom of the barrel in the standings and they, they keep losing, then that is going to be a little bit of a concern issue because there could be rest days. And that that questionable, I, I don't like to say shut down on players because you, you really, it doesn't necessarily always happen to players. But still, there is that that shadow to kind of think that. But I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised if they rest them games, if they start losing. So for me, I would hold on to Middleton and Bledsoe, although Bill is the better player in this deal. Now, if it was a 10, 12-man league, I would really kind of say maybe Bill, but that goes on the the risk of him playing the rest of the season. So that's something you got to keep in mind. So I'm going to move on to Another player here, and like I said, I'm recording while games are going on, and it's Mitch Robinson, Mitchell Robinson from New York. And if you're a top team in a playoff or in a like number one or two, and you've on a good streak, if you're top half to make the playoffs, I would take a flyer on him if you could afford it on your team because he's gonna have that potential block rate and potential blocks for you for your team. I know we've been kind of, maybe not just the unicorns, but myself has kind of been beating the drums and we've been seeing the inconsistencies in New York. We already know the the rotations are, you know, screwy there, but just keep in mind that Mitchell Robinson could be a difference maker as far as his high block rate. That's nothing to sneeze at. In New York, the reason why I still believe in Mitchell Robinson for this year is because New York Knicks this year are a bottom team in the East. I can easily see them start 
hopefully Fisdale will have the, the mentality to start utilizing his team the right way to just push the young players, the right players to put in, and just, just let them go. Just let them half at it and see what happens. But that is something that you have to keep in mind. Now, if you don't, if you can't afford to pick him up, I understand that. But I will say this. Keep a watch on him if you can't add him. Okay. And then another report that came out here recently was the Mavs. And I'm, if you guys can see me putting the bunny ears up, the Mavs are mending fences with DSJ. And to me, how that sounds like, oh, we're just mending fences. Like, oh, yeah, everything is okay. No, this is how I take it. I think you're getting traded. Everything sounds good. You're saying that for PR reasons. That's fine. But it's looking like he's about to be gone sooner than later. You know, so with that being said, uh, you guys appreciate you listeners. And I appreciate having Adam on to the, the podcast. And as well, it's good to have Jesse, man. To come back, um, the unicorn Jesse, man, the, the DFS master, uh, to talk about him trying to bring up the DFS action for the uh, to the listeners and the, and the bloggers out there because, man, he's he's special at it. And uh, for the fantasy combat, I, last I was just going to wrap it up here with that uh, before I take the clutch shot, is the fantasy combat, man, is uh, it's been surprisingly – well, this match was surprising – and the reason why is because I thought the unicorns would go uh, Ben Simmons, especially Jesse. It was one-sided. It was all Scottie Pippen on that. So, you know, you guys let me think or just tell me what you think of the the article. And obviously just uh, send me messages. However, let me know what the, the next match that you want to see on the Fantasy Combat, how that operates as present player versus pastime player. Who would you draft in their prime today? I know Ben Simmons is not in his prime yet. But I will try to anchor and, and, and tinker around to, to kind of get the idea. Because just like I was talking to the unicorns, we can kind of talk about, you know, uh, Luca, for instance. Now, let's just imagine it like this. Luca versus, man, let's just think of like Stockton, for instance. It could be anything like that, right? And I put that together. You got to think of it like this. Well, Luca hasn't had that much time. How can you, you know, because I've had some... Um, some some listeners kind of kind of bash me for it because it's like, well, how can you match them up? There's not enough games. I know that's true, but we're dynasty driven. So here's here's my logic behind that. Okay, so if today in a dynasty league, it looks like and it seems like a lot of people is wanting to pick Luka Dantich in the top ten spot, which is fair and obviously even more aggressive to the five spot. For me, I'm like, I'm looking at the 10 to 15 range. But if you want to go more aggressive, I understand. He that dude looks amazing. It, it's real. Um, that spice is real, and that train is real. The hype train is real. So you put him there versus someone like Embiid, or no, let me take it back. Yeah, you could put Embiid in there or another superstar, and you. But look, let me reverse that back. So you put Luca out there and someone like John Stockton, just like a fantasy combat that we talk about. In a dynasty league startup today, you would kind of think, man, I might even, if it's not even Stockton, or you could just throw Agent Zero, which is Gilbert Arenas. Like, man, you know, I might, I think I'm still taking Luca, but Gilbert Arenas had a better history. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, man, he's not, Luca's not in his prime, but it's the potential that he could be, just like Ben Simmons, the potential that he could be in the future in the NBA. Imagine if he develops a jumper. Free throw lines, you know, just like what Doc said, you know, the rumor has it that he's been taking jump shots and he's saving it for the playoffs. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. 
Do I believe it? I mean, I don't think so. You know that, but that's, you know, you just never know. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the clutch shot here. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was talking and recording while games are going on. And a couple games I'll touch up on is, uh, man, Philadelphia just blasted Indiana. Jimmy Butler had a good game. I'm not going to talk about him, though. Oh, my goodness. Thaddeus Young, I don't understand this year. He has been he's been underrated this year. 27.6 rebounds, one assist, one steal. Made all of his three-pointers efficient, um, 11 for 17. And I got my boy, Miles Turner. Kevin, man, I'm, <laughs> I won't, I'll, I'll leave you alone, Kevin. Eight, he only had eight points, but he had 12 rebounds, three blocks, three steals. He's wearing a mask, but he's still providing the, the value for me, and I'm happy and excited for that. And uh, I know Buddy Hill had a really good night, too, as well. Uh, he dropped six three-pointers, and that was special, man. I mean, that dude has been – he's been pretty much lights out this year. Top 50 or better, it seems like. And the last game that I want to touch up on, a clutch shot, the main one is uh, the Phoenix and Toronto game. Uh, man, it's still going on. So Phoenix is 107, Toronto to 109. Phoenix is uh, – you got DeAndre Ayton, man. He had 15 points, 17 rebounds. Special, man. I like it. Finally, two steals and two blocks. And again – I'm discouraged. You know why? Because he's only taken eight shots, eight field goal attempts. Again, I won't go on a rant, but that should be self-explanatory. Eight shots that he's taken. Booker, obviously, with a good game, 30 points and eight assists. And uh, Toronto side, I know there was another report that came out. Hey, Kyle Lowry's not going to play. He's out tonight. No, just kidding. He's playing tonight. And I know a lot of people got excited about that. And he had a solid game. He didn't shoot efficient, but he had 16 points, uh, eight rebounds, eight assists. And, uh, you know, like I said, wrapping things up here, you know, Toronto's leading, and that game must be on timeout. So with that being said, you guys, you can find me on uh, – that's my clutch shots for tonight. You guys can find me on Twitter again, at Starks underscore industry. I'm the guy with the Iron Man avatar. And as well, you can find me on um, Instagram as well. Fantasy Unicorns underscore Starks. Again, guys, reach out to us. Ask us questions. You know, we'll do the best we can to answer them as quickly as possible. I appreciate everybody giving me the happy birthday wish, uh, happy birthday wishes and uh, the congratulations and stuff of that nature. And I uh, appreciate it. With that being said, you guys, have a good night, morning, afternoon, and take a ride.